Okay, welcome everyone. If you're listening to this interview, you are on the Longevity Warehouse page, and we're here today to talk about Chaga. David Wolf is one of the renowned Chaga hunters of the Northeast right now. He's constantly looking for wild chaga. He's talking about wild chaga. He's teaching about wild chaga. And chaga is one of those amazing tree mushrooms. And Dave's going to talk all about it today, how we can use chaga mushroom in our daily strategies for optimum health and performance. So thanks so much for joining us today, David. I've now escaped even the northeast area of North America and have now been hunting chaga in Europe and Finland and had much success. So I've been learning a lot wow. from the Finns and the Russians about Shaga. Very exciting information that we're going to share here. That's fantastic. I know the Russians have a history with Chaga. It's good to hear that Chaga is still alive and well throughout the world. What I would like to first talk about is tree mushrooms. Chaga is a type of tree mushroom, as most people here probably know. And let's just talk a little bit about tree mushrooms, their unique properties, what makes them so valuable from a health point of view, as opposed to, say, you know, like a mushroom growing in the ground, the, the, the portabellas that we're used to seeing in the health food store and so forth. This is a totally different class of mushroom. In a lot of sense, I know that we don't even like to use the word mushroom because of the association with, you know, ground mushrooms. But let's talk a little bit about the difference between those two classes of mushrooms from your perspective. Okay, well, first of all, the idea of the medicinal mushrooms, mushrooms that have medicine for human consumption, mushrooms that contain medicines for all mammals, that idea is correlated to tree mushrooms, just to make that more clear, because I was confused by this. I didn't even know, you know, what the heck people are talking about when they talk about medicinal mushrooms. When we talk about medicinal mushrooms in almost all cases, not every case, but almost all cases, we're talking about tree mushrooms. And an immediate distinction that we can make is that if you have a mushroom growing out of the ground, it's pretty much a wild card. I mean, there's so many different things that that mushroom can pick up out of the ground because the ground is so diverse in its soil, bacteria, all the different kinds of hummus and fulvic acid and everything else that makes up soil. Whereas with a tree, we have a more specific growth medium or substrate upon which the mushroom will grow. And if we look at trees from a very innocent perspective, we see that they're doing something so interesting and strange, and that is they're taking matter out of the earth, and they're actually levitating it up into the atmosphere. Now, that doesn't mean much if you live in a desert, but if you live in the jungle, it does mean a lot, because if you don't keep your trees off your house, pretty soon you're going to have 2,000 pounds of, of wood hanging over your house, that if that tree falls in your house, it's going to go right through the roof. How does that stuff get up there? I mean, what is in that wood that allows that to occur? And see, that's the magic of growth. And that's more than we can get into here. But I will say this. These tree mushrooms go after the special substances that are in wood, right? And it's more than carbon. It's more than oxygen. It's more than hydrogen. It's something that's not been identified by our conventional science, but we can feel what those things are when we take these tree mushrooms as medicines. And shaga is the king of these tree mushrooms, and it grows out of the great medicinal wood, which we call birch, the birch tree, which I can think of at least five medicinal mushrooms that grow just out of birch alone. So that has to mean something, and it's definitely one of the reasons why I got into shaga but as I got deeper into it, the effects and how, how it changed me inspired me even more deeply. 
Okay, fantastic. I recently heard something, and I can't remember if it was from you or from someone else, and the, the, what the statement was, humans are to the animal world as trees are to the plant world. What a statement. Fascinating statement. And if only we could live up to the great visions of what trees could be that were gifted to us by J.R.R. Tolkien, for example, you know, the great ideas that come out of the history of European folk herbal philosophy and, and the Celtic philosophy and the great ideas that have come out of Native America about what trees can be for us. But most of that is esoteric. It's far away in our day-to-day lives. How we can make that real is we start using some of these products of the forest. And the greatest one, of course, is Shaga. And it, it really brings that enchanted world that Token referenced and brought through his books. It brings it to life for us in a way that we can actually make use of it. We've talked about many different types of mushrooms over the years. Chaga is the one that we're focused on today, but obviously you've talked a lot about Rishi, the queen of the mushrooms, other type of tree mushrooms. What is it about Chaga that sets it apart, that, that qualifies it to be called king of, the, king of the tree mushrooms? What is, it, what is the difference between Chaga and other types of mushrooms? There are so many major differences. The most obvious is the extraordinary antioxidant content of Chaga mushroom. Chaga mushroom is 25% antioxidant, which is completely unbelievable. I mean, reishi is less than 2%, and most of the other mushrooms are less than that even. So the antioxidant pigments that are in Chaga make it one of the highest antioxidant foods in the world, and probably it's second only to chocolate in its natural antioxidant content. So that's one aspect that makes Chaga very interesting. Another amazing aspect about Chaga is its extraordinarily high level of superoxide dismutase, which is a detoxification enzyme and cell membrane protection enzyme. And Chaga has one of the highest levels of superoxide dismutase detected in any natural food or herb. It may be the highest. So that's another interesting aspect. But what gets me as a mushroom hunter more than anything about Chaga is that it's exactly the opposite of every other tree mushroom. So if we imagine a tree mushroom, what we imagine is, okay, there's a dead log there or a tree there, and there's like a mushroom thing growing out of the side of it. That's what you would think of, and then you break that off, and then that's your medicinal mushroom. That's what you would be doing with reishi, for example, or maitake or shiitake, any of the great medicinal tree mushrooms. But with shaga, you don't do that because what's going on with shaga is it's exactly the opposite. With reishi, the mycelium is inside the tree. It lives inside the tree. You don't see it. The part that comes out that you pick is actually its reproductive organ or its fruiting body. That's the part that you pick, and that's the part that's traditionally been used as medicine. But with shaga, the fruiting body is something you almost never see. What actually happens is, is inside that tree the shaga becomes so strong and it eventually, after about 7 to 15 years in the birch tree's life cycle, if the birch tree has shaga growing in it, and by the way, shaga grows on living trees, where, say, reishi or shiitake or maitake in most cases grow on dead trees. Not in all cases, but in most cases. So shaga is different. It's growing in a living tree. And as it gets to be a certain age in that living tree, it will show itself, and what pops out of the side of that birch tree, for example, and shaga can grow on more trees than just birch, but birch primarily, 
is it's mycelium, essentially. It will be called a sclerotia or a growth. And you break that off, and what you're actually getting is some of the body of that mushroom. So now let me explain this further. What we found out with reishi, for example, is that the fruiting body, the part that comes out of the tree, has all kinds of amazing medicines. It's the most well-studied herb in the whole world, in the history of the world, with reishi mushroom. But we didn't really know until the last 50 years all the amazing medicines that are available inside the tree that has reishi mushroom in it. So there's amazing medicines in that network that's inside the tree, but we can't get access to it. You know, we'd have to bust the tree apart and try to scrape that stuff out, and, you know, it's not happening. Um, But we know they're there. Now, with Shaga, it's made available to us. We don't have to do anything. Actually, that part that's usually on the inside tree pops out, and that's the Shaga sclerotia. That's its mycelium mass, essentially, and that's the part of the Shaga it contains all those magical medicinal qualities. So shaga does the opposite of every other amazing medicinal mushroom in that it gives us its body, not just its fruiting body. That's an extraordinary characteristic of chaga. And for that reason alone, it might, it might seem like it, it, it earns that title. What about some of the uses for specific conditions? For example, the use of chaga with something like cancer or other types of maybe blood disease, what kind of purification, reversing, mutation type of properties does it have and how does it work on that level? Well, I do want to say before directly answering that question is that Shaga is very rich in those things that we associate with the medicinal mushrooms and the great herbs of the world. For example, the polysaccharides, the polyphenols, the sterols, trace minerals like germanium, which has an immune system effect, amino acids, and I mentioned antioxidants and all the pigments, and melanin, which is a skin pigment that shot at the richest natural source of. So right there, if you look at that, we go, okay, this thing is going to affect our immune system. It's going to affect our skin. And because of that particular array of all those goodies, we're going to probably arrive at the conclusion it would be very good against cancer, especially against skin cancer. Well, that is exactly what the research shows. Shaga is the number one anti-cancer herb ever discovered, according to the strict research. According to the research that's been done on Shaga, we know it's anti-tumor, we know it's antiviral, we know it's anti-mutagenic, it's anti-inflammatory, it's it's anti um, directly anti-cancer, it's antibacterial anti-allergenic, hypoallergenic, I mean, just on every front. Specifically, the cancers that Shaga is effective against are brain, breast, cervical, colon, a syndrome called Ewing sarcoma, leukemia, liver, lung, medulloblastomas, melanomas, neuroblastomas, ovarian cancers, squamous cell cancers of the head and neck. And by the way, a very dear friend of mine many years ago died of one of those kinds of diseases. That was before I knew anything about Shaga. Stomach cancer and uterine cancer. So those are the specific types of cancers that Shaga works on. And I'll give you that list again. Let's go over that again. Brain, breast, cervical, colon, Ewing sarcoma, leukemia, liver, lung, medulloblastomas, melanomas, melanomas are skin cancers, 
neuroblastoma, ovarian cancers, squamous cell cancers of the head and neck, stomach and uterine cancers. The original research came out of Russia on this, and the way that the West found out about this was, was fascinating. It was actually Solzhenitsyn, the great Russian writer, wrote about Chaga in his book, The Cancer Ward. And there's a quote that I pulled out of there that I think is worth reiterating. And so here's the quote from Solzhenitsyn, Alexander Solzhenitsyn's Cancer Ward. Quote, he could not imagine any greater joy than to go away into the woods for months on end to break off this shaga, crumble it, boil it up on a campfire, drink it, and get well like an animal, to walk through the forest for months, to know no other care than to get better, just as a dog goes to search for some mysterious grass that will save him. End of quote. Shaga wow. heals us. Isn't that powerful? This is what comes up for me in that quote, because see, I'm, a can- I'm a shaga hunter, and I, I definitely feel like there's two things about Shaga that heal you, and Sultanitsyn points to two of them. Both of them are there. One of them is it, all the amazing properties of Shaga, what it does. It's polyphenols, it's sterols, it's antioxidants, it's superoxide dismutase, it's melanin, etc. But the other piece of it is that it heals you by getting you out into the forest looking for this stuff, getting you back into nature. That's the other hidden part of Shaga's healing power. Oh, that's very that's a very great way of looking at it. And in, 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 in trying to find these special medicinal mushrooms, we actually get out into the forest. We breathe that clean air. We get connected to the earth. There's so many benefits that come from just having that connection. When you say that, it reminds me of sort of the quest for spring water does the same thing as well. Exactly. It, it gets people back into nature and really all of the natural diets. You know, the primitive diets, the paleolithic diets, raw food diets, every kind of diet that's come along in the last 10 years seems to have a nature-supporting element in it, and maybe that's why it heals you. Now, the way I got started, Lou, is I got started with techno mushrooms, you know, mushrooms that I was buying online, mushrooms that I was buying at health food stores, because I didn't know how to hunt this stuff. I mean, who the heck knows about this stuff? And that's where you've got to start. You have to start somewhere, and maybe that's where it ends for you. you know, maybe you're not going to become a mushroom hunter. You know, maybe you just you live in New York, and you're like, hey, look, I want the magic of it, but you know, I'm not going to be able to go find this. I got to work. Um, that's perfectly fine. But it has to start somewhere, and the magic is in it. It's it's impressed into the substance, and when you take it, then it starts informing you on what it really is. I mean, that's the best way I can really describe it. And this is one of the things that we carry in the longevity warehouse. We have organic chaga powder. We have bulk chaga powder that you can get fantastic organic chaga powder extract, which is, you know, chock full of those antioxidants and everything else is, is, is maintained perfectly intact in that powder. And then we also have the capsules. And this is the whole area of techno mushrooms that you just talked about where we have, you know, the different things from my community capsules and we have you know, we have Rishi capsules, we have the Cordyceps capsules. You know, Paul Stamets is a great ally of ours. We came to our event last year. It was fantastic having him explain about these mushrooms and all their great benefits and what they can do, not only for our health, but also I think at one point you talked about using them as like a natural uh, insecticide, and there's all these amazing sort of ramifications of this of this whole kingdom of food that we call fungi. Can you talk a little bit about how there's this whole kingdom of food that is unto itself? and maybe talk about some of the properties of that kingdom. 
for example, the DNA compatibility that mushrooms have with our human body and so forth, because this, this is one of those areas where we've got like raw food, we've got spring water, but then we also have this whole other class or kingdom, which is fungi. That's an excellent angle. It is a class unto its own. We, we, for the most part, have been indoctrinated into a belief system in the West, not, not necessarily in the East and definitely not Eastern Europe, but in Western Europe, Western civilization, North America, even uh, Mexico, where we look at mushrooms and we go, no, you know, we don't have that. It's, it's, it comes from, you know, grows at night or, you know, it's not good for you or it's poisonous or, you know, we have those kinds of belief systems. And then in the 50s, we started seeing a change in that because a lot of people who are of Eastern European background started to come forth, you know, with the magic and importance of having mushrooms in cuisine and rounding out our overall nutrition with benefits of mushrooms. Still today, however, we do have this anti-mushroom bias. Dr. Young with his pH miracle and the, the whole thing about, you know, you can't have mushrooms and it's not good and because mushrooms are candida, and it's not true. It's just not true, and it's a bias. And people say, well, no, 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 he looked under a microscope and he saw that, no, this is bad. He saw it in people's blood. And I can tell you I've known 100 people who've done microscopy in people's blood and they all don't agree. They all don't agree. They have different opinions. Somebody's very toxic, and they start taking in substances that are a little bit too powerful for them and that maybe have a little mold on them. Sure, it's not good, but that has nothing to do with what shaga mushroom is. It has nothing to do with what reishi mushroom is. Reishi mushroom and shaga are the noble representatives of their kingdom. That would be like comparing a human to a rat. It's, it's completely ridiculous, <laughs> and it is a bias. It's a bias that we inherit, Luke, from, from Western civilization, and now we're moving away from it because the Chinese have been clear, the Russian research has been clear, the Western analytical research has been clear, Paul Stamets and his research has been clear, that there may be nothing better for our immune system than these medicinal mushrooms, and if we're going to have them, let's start with the king, which is Shaga, and that's where, that's where I got into it, and I tell you, I, I, every single day I do Shaga. I had it last night. I had it this morning. Every single day that I have access to it, I take it. It, it improves your blood sugar balance. It's cardioprotective. It's immune modulating. I mentioned it works against allergies, and it keeps allergies at bay. It causes apoptosis. You know, there's this whole thing of apoptosis, which is the spontaneous breakdown of cancer cells. Shaga is known to do that, and I've read them. I've got, I've got two files on my computer each one containing 30 or 40 studies, so somewhere around 70 or 80 studies on Shaga, most of those on what it does to cancer cells. And apoptosis is the least of what it does, which is the spontaneous complete breakdown of cancer cells. It, it does even more than that because not only breaks that down, but it strengthens you too. It strengthens your stomach. It strengthens your digestive system. To some degree, it's a carminative. You know, if you have bloating and gas, it's one of the greatest things you can put in your body to bring that all down and, and get your, your digestive wellness up. Um, there's been some talk about, okay, what kind of shaga is best? Is you know, the water-soluble, make a tea out of it, alcohol-soluble, polysaccharide, that's the best way to do it, extract it in alcohol. Um, what is the best way to deal with it? And I really recommend trying all shaga products. Try them all because they all are powerful. I like eating shaga straight and raw. I like extracting it with alcohol. I like making shaga tea. Uh, every single shaga product I've ever tried has done something good, and I'm just into it from every direction. It's amazing. 
If you're listening to this at the longevitywarehouse.com website, you'll notice that on the left-hand side, there's a listing of categories. Medicinal mushrooms is pretty much right smack dab in the middle. If you click on medicinal mushrooms there, you'll see we've got reishi mushrooms, we've got cordyceps, and of course, we've got the different chaga products. And essentially what we've done is we focused on three of the top lines, the best of the best, and that's the bulk chaga powder coming from Jig Herbs. That's the capsules coming from Paul Stamets Company, Fungi Perfecti, and also Mushroom Science has a great line of products such as Lion's Mane and Agaragus Blazi. Today, we're focused on chaga just because, like you say, Dave, it's the, it's the king of the mushrooms. It's the king of that noble family, and it's one of those things that, you know, you play around with it. You get into it. It's remarkable, and, you know, just this last year was my first time going into the north woods of Wisconsin and finally picking up some actual chaga. Like you mentioned earlier, it's going on that hunt for the chaga that was actually it was one of the best days of my life. It was really fantastic, and I've got it sitting in a big jar here, and I just break off a little piece. I throw it in my tea, and it's got a wonderful flavor. Some people don't know this, but it's got a wonderful vanilla-like flavor. The vanilla flavor that you, that you detect is actually vanillic acid. So chaga is very rich in vanillic acid, and you would think, this is like some mushroom grown out of the forest. How could it taste so good? That's the magic of the right herb. That's why we want to go for the right stuff instead of the wrong stuff. The wrong stuff tastes horrible. We want the stuff that tastes good. And that's part of what I think makes Shaga one of the premier herbs to watch in the future because it tastes so darn good. I love Shaga tea. It's my favorite in the world. I wouldn't, want, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It may be Rishi, fresh, wild, maybe. But Shaga tea in terms of a workhorse tea that you can have all day and drink all day, it's outrageous. And eventually, as your shaga kind of works its way into that, that zone when you make making tea after tea out of it, boom, it, it just starts to taste like the vanilla bean. That's something you, you cannot, you, you can't replace. It's just one of those great offerings that the world has for us, especially with all those healing qualities. Now, I do want to mention something that comes up in, in the field of shaga quite a bit, and that's this idea of betulin and betulinic acid. And if you look at some of these Shaga products, you'll sometimes see, oh, there's, there's, it's got this much betulin in it or standardized to 2% betulin. Betulin is originally isolated, has been originally isolated from the birch tree. And Shaga concentrates it. It's anti-mutagenic, antiviral, immunomodulating, and very powerful anti-inflammatory. And that research on betulin is now indicating that that may be the most anti-cancer active aspect of Shaga. If you have a fresh Shaga versus, say, a, a techno Shaga that's been concentrated for you, the betulin is the black scored part on the outside. The inner orangey part is more of the lanistate triterpenoid, um, which is kind of like some of the B vitamins and also contains some of the standard medicinal properties that you would see across the entire medicinal mushroom kingdom. But the betulin is usually concentrated in the that black to orange interface that you see if you look closely at Shaga. And if you look on the outside of Shaga, you'll see what I mean. And that's apparently got a little bit more of those anti-cancer compounds that we want so heavily concentrated if we're dealing with that condition. All right, David, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your expertise again. I hope if you're listening to this interview, you've got the opportunity to maybe try out some of the chaga at www.longevitywarehouse.com. That's longevitywarehouse, all one word, .com. 
I hope you enjoyed this free information. This information is brought to you at no cost. We want to increase your awareness and increase your understanding, and especially in this particular field, that seems like these noble tree mushrooms are going to play a really pivotal role in bringing Western society back into balance. So thank you so much, Dave, for joining us today, and it's great having you as always, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thanks so much, Luke.